Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Billy Langford, who is a rebranding consultant and coach and the leadership team at AK Ricks. And they are the luxury retailer here in good old Grand Rapids. Hey, Billy, welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? I appreciate you guys having me on. Thank you so much. I love these opportunities. Good, good. Well, goodness, we have we have plenty of we, that we can talk about. So, but first, we want to start with: Could you please share with our audience a bit more about yourself? Like, fill in between the gaps of how we introduced you. Absolutely. Uh, I I'm 45 years old, and I only say that because I, I don't think age matters, but also age matters. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Um, I I I grew up. I loved baseball. I played baseball got out of uh, college, had no freaking clue what I wanted to do. Um, I bought a business. Uh, I did really well with it for six years. Hated my life. Sold it. Decided I wanted to coach people. But obviously, like internet wasn't prevalent. That's why the age is there, right? Because, right. you know, you get a lot of younger folks. So like, what do you mean there wasn't internet? Or there was dial-up. Like, I couldn't just take a certification, like Tony Robbins certification. You know what I mean? Right. You were so back in like, the dark okay, days, gotta... right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like stone tablets. And we were etching <laughs> uh, <laughs> everything. So I, uh, I, I sold a business, took a 75% pay cut. And ended up working in a uh, 12 bed boys home. Um, I had uh, 12 kids, 12 to 18, um, 20 staff, two therapists. And it really, it allowed me just to like love people, be with people, but also learn a massive amount about human beings, especially the extreme uh, traumatic side, right? Um, and, And it was glorious. I mean, the money was horrible, but it was glorious. Uh, from there, I ended up uh, uh, eight years later um, being hired by AK Ricks, um, which is like you said, it's it's a luxury retailer in the Midwest, 28,000 square foot, beautiful store. Um, and I, I'm on the leadership team there. So work strategy. Um, and then I also coach our managers and above. Uh, and then I own a consulting business. So I just get to coach people. So like I said to you guys before we jumped on, like I get to pay, I get paid to be me, which is pretty freaking rad you know what I mean right so getting paid to be you that wasn't just obviously you you listed out like the steps you've taken or not steps but you know the journey you've been on mm-hmm. what what makes you I guess different than most that you get to get paid to be you because this is not the average 
journey that people go on, but it's the one I think that most people crave. They want to be able to say that. Or it's the part that's like, that's not achievable, right? That's not possible. I've got to do this nine to five. I've got to do this. So yeah, let's, let's hear where you, what is for you. Trust the voice. Yeah. Right. We, we all have that voice. I mean, we have, we have two voices, I believe, right. We have the voice that's, that's prodding us to, to lean into something difficult, but we know it's beautiful. We know that we often don't accept it, but we know it. And then there's, there's the other voice that tells you, you can't do it. And when those voices are conflicted and they're battling, that's what you need to do. The thing that you're afraid of or the thing that's going to hurt, lean into that thing. So when I, and like I told you guys, like I'm a seven on the Enneagram. So like, I love adventure. I don't have, like, I'm not very fearful when it comes to business, personal life. Yes. Business, not at all. Um, So it's like, so for me, like to life is short, but it's also really long. You know, it's, it's both of those worlds Mm. and I don't want to be on my deathbed and look back and be like, gosh, why didn't you do that thing? That thing, whatever that thing is, right. Write a book, go act, dance, whatever it is. Um, So for me, it was, it was a, if I'm going to stay here and live this life and exist, then I'm going to do what I love to do because that's what I believe we are here to do is to give away those skills, to give away our abilities, our talents. We should, to me, we should be giving those away freely. And then if we get paid to do it, that's even better. But to go work in a factory or be a cog in a wheel, that just sounds terrible to me. I don't know. Existing, not living, right? Oh my Mm. gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So what you said there, I just got to rewind a couple of a minute mm-hmm. or so because mm-hmm. I mean it's so interesting. You're so um, successful and confident and love what you do in all these areas. However, you mentioned that in your personal life, eh, not so much. Now this is the interesting conversations that we have with people. It's like we can focus on business, and sometimes it's you know it's it's used as the the, the justification. But I love what I do. That's why I work all day, all nights. Uh-huh. is it really or is it or is there something that you're hiding from is there something that is that there's a hurt there there's a fear there's a uh-huh. lack of security or an uncomfort whatever it might be so yeah yeah i just want to sort of touch upon that difference in your levels of, of work and where you are and in the personal life which is like ah shit i've still got work to do this is this is ongoing right <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, it's funny thing, like I'm, I'm not a workaholic by any stretch. It's like I'm, I'm very boundary specific when it comes mm. to work because I could work all the time um, or work. I mean, cause I connect with people like literally that's my job, uh, obviously strategies and things like that, but it's connecting, it's sitting around and having drinks and talking about what we're doing. I mean, you know, in certain regards, it's that. So, yeah. but when I go to the personal, you know, I grew up, I grew up in an amazing home amazing mother and father um been married for 50 plus years but i was i i wasn't i was taught to make everything okay not to connect with the emotion or the difficulty but Mm -hmm. like it's all okay everything is okay so through the that's what i've done right like I'm i'm a solution quote unquote based person work wonderful personal life not always the best thing you know, you can't just go around solving problems. Sometimes you just got to sit in the shit and that's okay. And you just need to feel it. But that has taken me that shit 25 years but that's <laughs> to so start understanding to that. 
sitting right. in that uncomfortable, sitting in that and actually feeling it. It's everything in our body and our mind is saying, no, run away from this. I don't want to look at this, right? Uh-huh. And what's funny is I'm really good at sitting in other people's shit. <laughs> I mean, that's what I do, right? Like I sit down with it. It doesn't matter who it is, what we do. I mean, we have to go through it for, for people to level up, right? Yeah. But sitting in my own, oh, hell no. I just, let, let's just skate past that, you know, numb it, do whatever we got to do, uh, go work out more. I mean, uh, you know, it's just, but the last few years I've, I've gotten to a point, um, where it's like, I, I can't do kind of like where I was professionally. Like I have to do what I love to do. And now it's like, I have to feel what I have to feel. Mm-hmm. So now it's going down what I've done for everyone else. I'm trying to do for myself, which is, I say, try because it's, it's not fun. It's not easy, um, you know, and there's many ways that I have no problem looking at myself in the shadow side, but there are those hidden parts of the shadow uh, that, that, are, that are not fun to look at. Um, so I've been, I've been exploring those, those places, which is, is ugly and gross and disgusting, but also beautiful. Um, we have no idea what you're and, talking about. There's just, that doesn't <laughs> exist here, does it? I, I figured you didn't. I figured you didn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so yeah. when did that hit for you? And I'm asking mostly from a place mm-hmm. of, because it, it's interesting having you just vocalize yeah. that it is what you teach is exactly what you need to learn. And we actually were just having a conversation about that after having so many of these conversations, really recognizing so often that the teacher does actually need to learn most what they teach. And what was that like for you when that started to kind of, that awareness started to hit you more and more? Mm -hmm. I've had, you know, I've had many shifts along the way. Like, you know, you have those moments, those awakenings, um, kind of dark night of the soul stuff, right? Like along the journey. But I also feel like every step we take or or you become more successful or you become less successful, right? You have a traumatic moment. Um, There's a shift in perspective and a new challenge. Um, and you look at yourself in a different way. You look at your surroundings in a different way. You may look at your partner in a different way. You may, whatever, you, your job in a different way, your business, all of it. Um, so a couple of years ago, I had an opportunity to play baseball again. Yeah, um, yeah which is a whole nother, we'd probably do a whole nother podcast on that, right? But I'm 40, like I said, age is BS, but it also does matter. Um, so I started training again and I have a friend, Joe Torrey, not the Joe Torrey from the Yankees, but a, a friend, Joe Torrey, who's an agent. And, uh, he connected me with an independent professional team and that at 45, it got me into an area that I never realized was unhealed. I, I mean, I, uh, that's not true. I knew it wasn't, but I also did not want to go back there because baseball for me created a bunch of insecurities because I'm. 510, 180 pounds. I'm not 6'2, 220. And all I heard was, you know, when I was playing in college uh, from every scout was, oh, you have, you know, soft hands, you can run, you can hit, but, and it was always the but, you're not this. Mm. And that taught me, you know what, let's forget about those things, be great at who you are, right? So I'm, I'm a, big like Marcus Buckingham, you know, strength-based leadership guy. So it's like, let's just do what you're great at and screw all that other stuff. Mm -hmm. So I dealt with the, you know, the shadow side that I had to, 
but the shadow side I didn't have to, we just kind of swept under the rug. So mm -hmm. when this opportunity came up, um, I didn't take it. I'm actually going to play the summer, which, which would be fun, but because I'm leaning into it, um, that created um, just a lot of, I mean, it just brought things up that I didn't realize were there, that were lying dormant. Like I said, maybe I knew they were there, didn't know the extent of it. Um, and then that connected with my relationships. I mean, it just had my relationship with my parents, with everything. It just opened up a whole reality that I hadn't explored. So sorry, so we, that was a long tangent, but <laughs> no, we love we're here for the tangent. With that, when you follow those, that's where you find the most yeah. value. Mm -hmm. So yeah. what what value are you finding following this super dark tangent that you didn't really want to go down? <laughs> uh, life. Life, right? Like, it, it, you know, I mean, I, I think the this, this simple thing is, is if we just, uh, being is not what I'm good at. I'm really good at doing. Um, so I'm learning to be, right? Like, I'm, I'm just learning to be and I'm learning to really just sit with the emotions instead of finding ways to drown them out or to numb them or to go do uh, or to spin another idea or to whatever it is, you know? Um, I'm just learning to be. So what does that actually look like for you? What, what does, give us a scenario where you do feel uncomfortable and it's like, oh, I'm in the middle of, mm -hmm. of this. Mm -hmm. I mean, it could be as simple as not scrolling on my phone when there's anxiety. Um, you know, not finding a way to uh, distract myself. Uh, mm -hmm. Like I've meditated for 20 years. I've, I've meditated every morning since I was 22 for at least 10 minutes and I, I love it. Um, but that's helped me in many ways. Um, but just like I said, having those moments where maybe I go for a walk instead of, uh, like I said, scrolling on the phone. Um, I, I mean, you know, whatever stimulant you want to throw in there, it could be coffee, it could be booze, whatever it is, just saying, you know, and I'm not doing any of that. I'm going to sit in this. I'm not even going to write. I'm just going to ask myself questions mm -hmm. and I'm just going to explore and go down this rabbit hole and just try to feel all of this nice. um, what, and just see what, to, what's brought up. Just jump back mm -hmm. quickly. What, what questions do you, do you have like go-to questions that you sit with? Like this is a sort of boilerplate. This is a go-to yeah. that helps me to process, to work through, or just to gain that awareness. Yeah. I've started to talk to my child, like my inner child. Yeah the young Billy, right? Mm -hmm. And, and ask what, what do you need? What do you need? Why? You know, I was a philosophy major. So like asking questions is what I love. Uh, yeah. it's, I mean, it's, it's kind of what I do all day long is just ask mm -hmm. questions. Um, and we'll figure out the, the answer together, you know, we'll solve the riddle together. So that's really what I do with myself. If it's, if it's something that I, uh, you know, I feel a lot, uh, definitely like an empath, um, so I, I feel a lot of things. So typically like a go-to question, I don't know. It's more of a, a conversation that, like I said, if, if, if it's something that I know has, um, legs to it from years before, like I said, I'll go back and be like, okay, like 17 year old Billy, like what's going on, man? Like, what do you need? What do you need release from? Or where, how deep does this go? What haven't we dealt with? How were you feeling mm -hmm. at 17? 
you know, like, let's, let's figure this thing out together. Um, and sometimes I just don't know. Sometimes I don't know. And, and it just, it's there. I feel it. And then it's like, okay, why, why, why are you feeling this? And then just be quiet and listen because the answers will come, Oh yeah. you know? Do you find yourself because you are empathic and yet you have this tendency to not feel the feelings? Do you find yourself having to go, is this mine or is this somebody else's? Yeah, yeah. So, and I did that very early, like, because I would go in places, I'd be at a party or in a room or a team, it didn't matter, but I would feel, I mean, I was a roller coaster because I did, and I didn't realize it, right? Like, I didn't realize I was taking, if you will, other people's shit on right yeah. um but now like i'm very boundary oriented and almost survival wise when i was really young and really young probably early 20s i started putting up massive boundaries so which is once again why i quit feeling even for myself because it was like i'm feeling so much that i don't want to feel at all mm-hmm. if that makes sense um not, not that i wanted to be numb but it was like oh my god this is so overwhelming i would rather just put up boundaries forget my own stuff. I obviously I'm going to feel other people's stuff no matter what. Um, so yeah. So anyway, so now I don't, I don't get that as much. Now it's more of, I have to be very intentional with myself. Well, you found that way. Um, You found the right thing for you, not just with showing mm -hmm. up as, as you, but find that you've Mm -hmm. been overcorrecting. We all overcorrect in Mm -hmm. all these different ways. We swing one Mm -hmm. way, we feel everything. That's like, no, let's put the boundaries Mm -hmm. away up, feel nothing. Eventually we, continue and then we'll find that way in the middle if we if we do want to rather than be like nope that's me and then i'll numb mm-hmm. and i'll cope so mm-hmm. you're hey, so this right is, mark this is fantastic i love hearing this from from your point of view as a as a coach as a, a yeah. member of the leadership team it's so interesting to hear your your side of this and being so open and vulnerable about this so thank you so much for for sharing yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I love this stuff. We could sit and jam. I, I, this, this, is, this is the side that's important, right? Like we all do things, however we make money, we do it. But it's the same thing. Like I'm in New York now and we're, you know, we're, we're going to the men's market and we go in and I mean, there's, there's a thousand different, you know, whatever luxury brands that you can go to. But what matters is the relationships. What matters is the connection. What matters is how somebody feels and how they make you feel. And it's the, it's the stuff, you know what I mean? It's the, it's, it's truly what matters. Like no BS in that. It's truly what matters. And it just blows my mind how much it's overlooked. Oh, goodness. That's so true. Well, hopefully having more of these conversations. Yeah. And it's taking it one step back. It is the relationships, but it's the relationship with ourselves that is Mm -hmm. one of the key things that that's the easy thing to overlook. So yeah, it is connection with everyone around Absolutely. us, connection with if we personify our business. What is that relationship like with that? And as you said, with your inner child, that that version of you that has yeah. these needs and and whatever that wasn't met, that has different things going on. So mm-hmm. it's been really cool. I've loved this. All right. Absolutely. I appreciate you guys so much. Oh, well, thank, you, thank uh, you. Thanks for having me on. Oh, you're welcome. Well, Billy, we want to make sure that if anybody wants to find you, that they can. Where shall we send them to? Find me, uh, Billy Lanford, um, Instagram or uh, Facebook, probably the easiest way. So I, uh, I, I, my consulting company, Aramos Performance, I um, nixed 
and I'm kind of rebranding it, which is even what I said, where I want, I'm going to actually tap into you guys because you're a resource that I highly need. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so Instagram, Facebook would definitely be the place. Oh, good. Well, I'll just put a little extra in there that you have some fantastic insights on there. I love your Thirsty Thursdays. You. <laughs> <laughs> so you do actually listen and read. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much. Thank oh, you. Oh, you're welcome. Bye now. Y'all are amazing. Appreciate you guys. Oh, thank you. thanks. All right. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed that's how people find us it is and we want all their earballs <laughs> all the earballs all over the place we do nice yeah so please do all those things we'll be ever so grateful and then more people hear your beautiful voice or yours oh yeah <laughs> see you next time bye <laughs>